So excited to have another episode uh, with the Red Devil Roundup here with Jackson Kennington, one of our journalism students, second one to hop on this semester, who's going to be kind of hosting things for us. And Mr. Alex Hefner, another one of our seniors. Um, and I'm going to turn it over to Jackson and let him run point on this. So welcome, Jackson. Appreciate it, Jennings, letting us do another student on student podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say much. Let's get straight into it. For those who don't know, Alex Hefner is a tremendous athlete. However, he only limits himself to one sport because he likes to focus on his craft and truly craft his his one sport. So, Alex, how is the golf team looking this year? Uh, we're playing pretty good right now. Uh, we won the region championship last year. Uh, I, I heard about that. I heard yeah, about that. We're hoping to go back to back this year. Uh, Alex, maybe even place top 10 in state. That sounds really good. Alex, I heard that you shot your best score during region last year, which allowed the team to win by one stroke. Is that true? That is true. Uh, I shot 58 on the front nine, and then I shot 69, 65, uh, something on the back nine. And it came out to be 118, and it's honestly the best golf I've ever played in my life. Truly incredible, Alex. Would you say that golf is your favorite sport you've ever played here at Great Falls? I would say so, because I don't feel pressured that – I have to play as good. You just go out there and you have fun and you just have a good time playing the sport. It's a great, a great way to explain it. It's also a very personal sport. You you rely on your teammates to shoot well at, at, at the end of the day, but it's more of like if you mess up, you can't blame them. If you mess up, you blame yourself. So very personal sport. And it's a lot like cross country in that way, which you obviously True. Jackson has, has some experience with this. Like you're playing as an individual, right? But your teammates are still there and they're still counting on you. It's yeah. just in a very different kind of way. But, exactly. Um so one just for our listeners, because uh, you know I, I golf isn't one of our bigger sports necessarily as far as numbers are concerned. So when we're talking about a golf match, a lot of people not think 18 holes. But is that the case? You know, like, can y'all talk us through, like, what does a golf match look like? Are we doing 18 holes? Are we doing nine holes? Um, how, how does that work typically when y'all have regular season matches? Okay, uh, regular season matches, we split into groups. It's one of us and then one somebody else on the other team. And then we all go to different holes, and we only play nine holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just one of us and one of them, and then we play all nine holes together, and then at the end we all come together and add our scores, and then we get a team score at the end, and that's decide the winner. Okay. Nice, nice. Alex, what do you say to the people who say that golf is just taking a stick and hitting a ball into a hole? What do you say to those people? I would say you just have to try it first because it's not that simple. Uh, it's way harder than just getting a stick and hitting a ball. Because uh, you have to angle the shot, you have to direct the shot, and if you miss it by like even a centimeter on the club, it's going to go a totally opposite way than what you was aiming for. So I mean, it's definitely not just getting a stick and hitting the ball. It's so true. I would definitely say golf is mentally the hardest sport ever created, and absolutely a lot harder than it looks. Alex, switching the conversation from athletics to more of a more of a nostalgia sort of sense, like you're a senior. So, who has been your most impactful impactful teacher over how many years now? Let's see. Seven years of middle and high school. Seven years of middle and high school. Who has been your most impactful teacher? Man, that's a tough one. Uh, you got so many teachers that you go to. Yeah, putting you on I the spot. I would say Mr. Taylor in sixth grade. Uh, he let us go to the Charlotte Hornets game. He took us to the Renaissance Fair twice in a row. And he would always ask where we want to eat instead of just picking a place at a random. Like, 
when we went to the Charlotte Hornets game, we ate at Buffalo Wild Wings. That was my first and only time going there, and it was amazing. So I just have to give him praise for that. Alex, it's very funny you say that. Um, that's obviously a very solid answer for any of you guys who remember Mr. Taylor. He was an incredible teacher. But it's funny you say that because the next question for you was going to be, we didn't really take a lot of field trips over the over the years we were here, but what field trip that we did take was your favorite? Uh, i definitely say the Renaissance Fair, uh, just for the fact that there was like a little bungee cord thing that you can jump on. It was like a trampoline that would take you like maybe 10, 15 feet in the air. Uh, that was pretty fun, and they had some good turkey legs there. And obviously everything was set in like the old times, so it was very nostalgic. I would say that was probably one of my favorite field trips we took as well. It was a little nerdy, a little geeky. Uh, the people that there were your there were interesting some there were some interesting people there. Yeah. But overall it was actually really fun. And that was one of the only ones we got to take. Um so if we could go anywhere on a field trip, Alex, right now, maybe if we're talking like senior trip wise or just in general, if we could go anywhere as a class on a field trip, where would you want to go? Think think big. Think Man, anywhere. Think the trip. numbers don't matter. The price doesn't matter. If we could go anywhere on a field trip, maybe make it sort of reasonable in the sense that maybe it's more like educational, but Think an, big. An educational field trip that we, we could go in. Like you could relate to education, man. I would say go to Paris just for the fact that it's one of those sites that you have to see in, like with your own eyes and just can't be distracted. Maybe relate it to architecture or something. Yeah, I mean, like that. and there's definitely a bunch of art over there considering Eiffel Tower is a big, giant piece of art. So, I mean, we could definitely take some. That was definitely thinking big. I think that's an awesome idea. Maybe a little bit out of our budget, but, you know, yeah. we were just dreaming there. Alex. Switching the conversation again to more in the sense of well, what do we need to change about our school? Next question. What do we need to change about our school? And, uh, pretty broad. Pretty broad. Yeah, I mean, I like our school the way it is right now, uh, but we're not perfect. No school is perfect. So uh, to some things would be the bathrooms. It's just they feel a little bit cramped to me. And a lot of people don't use the school bathrooms because they feel like it's not a place that they could use the bathroom like with privacy. So that'd probably be one thing I would change. That's very true. A lot of kids won't use the bathroom during the class changes. And it's not even that. It's like even if they're not doing that, these kids will group in the bathrooms. And it's like it's pretty weird and, and, and odd. Like why do they decide to go there during the class changes? But it's intimidating for maybe a sixth grader. Say he walks into the bathroom, there's a bunch of eighth graders or whatever, same with like ninth and twelfth graders. So I think that's a big issue we need to solve because it's hard for the kid to go and use the bathroom during class changes now because of these issues. Yeah. And then the teacher is getting mad at the student because he's wanting to go during the class. So very big issue there. Um, Alex, we talked before the podcast a little bit about some of these questions. And I wanted to mention, I think you're probably on the same page with me here, is the food, the, the cafeteria food. I know this is kind of cliche saying the school food is bad because we don't expect the school food to be, you know, five star meal, et cetera. But we do expect it to be nutritious in a certain extent. You know what I mean? Do you, yeah. What's what's your thoughts on the food? Well, I personally like the school food. Uh, but there are some days they do make some things that's not that good tasting. And, I mean, I get it. Making food for a bunch of kids is really difficult. But, I mean, just throw like a pizza in the oven or in the microwave or something and we're happy. That's true. And, in, and a lot of times it's it's honestly not about the taste. It's like about the nutrition and at first, that's what we were complaining about, but now we're complaining about the nutrition. I feel like nutrition is like sort of just like the bar. Like you don't really have to make it taste that good. At least just have it, you know, have our protein, have our et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And this is, I mean, that could be a big issue for our athletes. You know, we're trying to get 
good teams here. And if our athletes are getting fed good, then they can't grow and be better for their team. So, Alex, moving on to the next question. If you could have anybody in the entire world, dead or alive, this is not a shot to Dr. Sanders, by the way. If you could have anybody in the entire world be dead or alive, or excuse me, dead or alive, be the principal at Great Falls High School, who are you choosing? Again, not a shot at Dr. Sanders, just just thinking here. Uh, I'd probably go George Washington. George Washington. That's very very interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Explain. Explain. He led the nation pretty good. He also led the army in a way to where we defeated one of the best militaries in the world at the time. Uh, so, I mean, I'm sure George Washington can, can control some kids in a way that some people can. Alex, I think you could not have said a better answer, honestly. I think that was very based and very solid answer. Um, you know, if he can control a military, if he can lead a country, then he could probably control and lead our school. Absolutely. Alex, we're closing toward the end. This is our last question, but don't worry. We do have bonus questions, folks. We do have bonus questions. Alex, this is going back, and we're reeling it into the, sort of the nostalgia here since you're a senior. This one's pretty broad, so you're going to have to think hard. You can give us multiple answers to this question, but what has been your favorite memory here at Great Falls High School or Great Falls Middle School or Great Falls Elementary? Because when did you get here? You've been here kindergarten through yeah. 12th grade, correct? Been here all my life. So you can go back as far as you want, or you can give us one from each. Yeah, i would probably just go with one from each because – all of them together is just really broad. And uh, so my best memory in elementary school was at the end of PE class, we would do a little line and then she would choose a student of the week, I believe. So every Friday she would choose one and then we'd get some little certificate. And that was probably my best memory from elementary school was getting one of those Uh, middle school, man, uh, probably the field trips. Like I mentioned earlier, like the Renaissance fair and the Charlotte Hornets field trip, those were really fun. And uh, high school, man, this has got to be the golf team, uh, just for the fact that it's a little community we built around that. And we can have conversations with Kane about anything. And there's a lot of coaches that you can't really talk to because you got a lot of kids on the team and you just can't really have that one-on-one relationship with the coach. And I feel like I have that with Kane. So that's probably my best memory. That is so true. Big shout out to Coach Kane. He is one of the realest coaches you can ever have coach you as a player or teacher, uh, teach you as a student. Alex, would you like to do a new segment brought to you by me because I'm the one who came up with it? A new segment? Yeah. Would you like to do a new segment? Here? Yeah, I wouldn't be down with that. It's uh, it's a basically, I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions and your job is just to give me genuine answers, but don't think about them too hard because that's not the point of it. It's just rapid fire, right? Are you ready, Alex? Ready? Uh, let's go for it. What is your favorite movie of all time? Napoleon Dynamite. What is your favorite TV show of all time? Uh, Outer Banks. What is your favorite song of all time? Uh, Doja Cat. Some song by Doja Cat. Some song by Doja Cat. What is your favorite food of all time, Alex? Uh, probably Dino Nuggets. All right. And then what? Last last question. Last question. Who is your celebrity crush, Alex? I think uh, Salma Hayek is. She's up there. Oh, very solid answers, folks. Um, I'm glad you got to learn more about Alex Hefner as a person, but also learn more about the problems at our school and how they are viewed through. Well, Alex isn't an average student. He's the coolest kid in school, but he is still, for the sake of this interview, an average student and how we get to look through the eyes of an average student and see different problems in our school. And yeah, I really appreciate Jennings having me on the podcast. Does anybody want to say anything 
to finish out or I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just thank you guys for giving us some of your days. I know you seniors are busy folks, but um, incredibly busy. Well, yes. Big time. Appreciate y'all hopping on the podcast and taking, you know, a little different flavor to it than, than we typically have week to week. So, I appreciate you giving us yeah. the opportunity to take the podcast in that direction, Jennings. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys.